0: Until another episode of the J and B Ray Boxing Podcast here in the Colto Ramble Ranch in the Rambling Gay Man Studios, we're hoping this is recording for you guys because this was a shitstorm last week. We're gonna talk about Ryan Garcia's twelfth round decision win against Togo or whatever you want to call him, Triple G coming coming from what we consider behind to win and become a unified middleweight champion, and basically the fight that stole the whole entire weekend. Erickson Lubin, Sebastian Fandora, and other boxing news, boxing topics, boxing everything, and this weekend's predictions for Spencer versus Ugas. Belay a gentleman, I'll do this by myself. I do have a co-host. He's ready to go. He's looking at the monitor, making sure this shit's recording. He's the one and only B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray?
1: I gotta make sure, man. This is a very important episode.
0: We're not doing it again, goddammit. No, goddammit. it. <laughs>
1: What's going on, bro? Oh, good, good, man. Fight, it's like we can say it's fight week. It, it, it kind of sort of feels like fight week. Yeah, it's fight week. Because I mean, last week we were like, eh,
0: you know, but this one's like, no, this is fight week. Yeah, it is. This is fight week. But uh, I want before we start off, I want to apologize to the fans who expected an episode last week. Yeah. Um, as many of you guys who tuned in to uh, Whittier Fight Club. Then I want first of all, I want to thank every first two things. I want to explain what happened. Secondly, I want to thank everybody who tuned in to YouTube yes. and Instagram Live for the first episode of hopefully many yeah. of Whittier of Whittier Fight Club. That
1: was fucking fun. It was
0: a great thing. I know it was early as fuck. Everyone tuned, <laughs> we had a lot of people tune in. Some people were kind of tuning
1: at the end. I mean, I get it. Hey,
0: I get it. We announced it kind of late. We announced it yeah. with only what 24-hour notice. Not yeah. even tw- like eight, 12 hours notice. <laughs> yeah. We gave everybody 12 hours notice. that We're going to go on YouTube. We're going to go on Instagram Live. Yeah. And we're going to go watch Triple G versus uh, Toyota. Toyota. Okay. And <laughs> hey, <Bishi>. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. <laughs> hey, it was still... A great episode. People, it really was. People still tuned in. Yep. People uh, gave us their opinions. I want to uh, give a, a round of applause for a host, co-host that night, yep. that morning. I kept I keep fucking up night. That morning, <laughs> Mr. Lou and Escalante, yep. who stayed the night over they just to watch the fight. <laughs> so I want to give those two guys a round of yep. applause. I, I, they I st- agree. They stayed. Yeah, yeah. So- Last week, we recorded the episode 198, which is this is episode 198. We yeah. gave our prediction for Triple G, uh, Toyota, Ryan Garcia versus Togo, and Eric Salubin versus uh, Sebastian Fandora. Yeah. Episode, I felt, was one of the best episodes so far. Yeah. It was very funny and very detail-oriented, and we had technical issues. Um, yeah, we did. As many who tuned into the Random Alcoholics knew, I just switched over to Logic Pro X, which is a more advanced version, so the audio quality should be more crispier, more better for you guys.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know how to use it that well, and I thought I had done everything I needed to do, and for some reason, the audio came out defected. Very. And I stayed up for the wee hours of the night trying to figure this problem out for you guys, and I couldn't. So I decided, okay, I'll go to sleep, and that's when I came up with the the idea of doing Whittier Fight Club, which is yeah. which has always been an idea always of, been an idea and i thought why not i bought a new camera why not um we, we have the technology why not do it and we did it so that was the reason why this last week's episode did not come out and that's why me and brian are closely paying attention to this screen right now to make sure oh, this yeah. records yep and everything goes off without a hitch yeah <laughs> so hopefully everything goes good but um i have great faith of the that i've watched enough youtube videos to figure out the problem yeah. so here's to it if not uh, fuck it Yeah <laughs> Another great episode Another Not great heard So <laughs> how you been, Bire?
1: Very good, man Very good Excited for this weekend Oh, me too Very excited for this weekend So I really can't wait To start up these topics, man Really
0: I'm refreshed I just came back from Vegas
1: Yeah, that's uh, Yes, yes he did Yep, very true Just came back from Vegas
0: uh, Remodeled the room and Remodeled the office Yep I'm great Yeah I'm great I'm great, I'm happy I'm not happy I'm looking forward to this weekend Yeah Big fights Expense for Zugas. Yeah Unification, uh, three belts on the line. Three, three belts. This is maybe the closest we're probably gonna get to undisputed. Yeah, I'll talk about it more into oh, further of in. Mm-hmm. But let's go into this week, this past weekend's fights. Yeah, why not? So once again, for well, this technically would have been the third week in a row, but because we didn't have an episode last week, this is the second yeah, week, week in a row. This is the second week in a row <laughs> that uh, B Ray will be doing current events. Yeah. So B Ray, what fight are we gonna start off by? So the way we're going to go by it is we're going to give—I bef- know people are say, you guys are just jo- You guys are fucking around. We're going to give you our honest prediction of, we th- of what we said last week
1: and the outcome that came out. You go cool with that, Behran? Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right, so what fight we first? going first? Uh, you know what? Why not we start off with the—I uh, I mean, I guess—do you want to say people were saying this is like candidate fight of the year, Lubin versus Fandora? Shit, I think that is fight of the year Because end. that was a pretty good fucking fight. Holy shit. So I thought Lubin was going to win by eighth round
0: knockout. I, eighth thought, round, yeah. I thought Lubin was just a better fighter overall. Yeah. I thought this guy was a top-notch junior welterweight, junior middleweight of the world. Like, this guy's, like, one step closer from becoming the next title challenger, and standing his way was this freak yeah, <laughs> that was my opinion going into that fight. That's a huge bitch. Exactly. That's what I said yeah. last week. Remember? Yeah. I go, Lubin's well, gonna run right over this guy. This guy, Lubin, is just technically just a better fighter. Yeah. And I think you said it was gonna go the distance, He's right? Go the distance.
1: Yeah, Lubin was gonna appoint him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's uh, not what we expected it. <laughs> <laughs> Fandora puts Lubin down in the second. In the second. Yeah.
0: Lubin puts him down
1: uh, in the seventh or eighth. In the seventh. Yeah. Lubin puts him down in the seventh. But in
0: between those rounds, Fandora's fucking sp- just laying down the smack down, you know, you know, he's busting the rock. He's, Picking you to the you know the SmackDown Hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean this fight happened in Vegas.
1: In Vegas, he, he yeah. He literally
0: took Lubin to the SmackDown Hotel.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so exactly. So Fondora you know, he puts Lubin down, yeah, in the in the in round number two. Okay. All right. And then in round there we go, you're right. In round number seven. Yeah, Lubin t- drops Fondora, exactly. Yeah,
0: because me and you tuned in in round eight.
1: Yes, because exactly we were
0: watching the board fest of Ryan Garcia. We'll yeah, when we'll would you
1: get to that one, exactly.
0: Um what did you think i mean we have I, we we tuned in at the uh, end of the seventh so we watched the full eight and i was like i mean, i was in shock yeah i first of all because we're watching the ryan garcia fight folks and b-ray is going on twitter going on instagram trying to get any information on the lubin fight yeah and he goes oh lubin went down to the second and i'm watching it, and i go hey, "That was probably a flash knockdown <laughs> and then and then the second one he goes oh no lubin now puts out the door and i go holy crap we got, a, we got a super well-trained war going on yeah. in our head. And we're watching this crap. <laughs> we're watching Ryan Garcia. And uh, as soon as the Ryan Garcia fight, we didn't even wait for the post-fight interview. No. We tuned right out. We, it right we out. jumped straight to Showtime. And we just finished the seventh. And I'm watching Lubin's face. And I go, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. B-Ray just said that Lubin went down in the second. Lubin put down for the door. I'm expecting both guys' faces to be busted right? up. <laughs> Lubin looks like Martin... <laughs> in that episode we got stung and i'm not making fun of him man i'm just fucking giving you an explanation of how i my thought my thought my i'm using a comparison analysis oh, here sure. how he looked like
1: <laughs> we will show you the comparison a later later
0: do you think that would be insensitive you think the boxy fans will come after us about that
1: i guess we're going to see on that <laughs> i'm not making fun of him
0: because that no, is no, you don't play no, boxing
1: you, you don't, don't play, play b- boxing no you don't but it was just you mentioned martin that's what i'm laughing because that was a pretty funny episode but yeah, when I saw his face, I was like, "Holy shit!"
0: He fucked them up.
1: Holy shit! And I, I saw something on Instagram. A lot of people were like comparing how he looked earlier, and then later on for that fucking fight. Yeah, that was a war. That was a fucking war.
0: His face. The, um, of course. Uh, was it Kevin Cunningham?
1: I want to say the same, right? Yeah. Kevin Cunningham.
0: Cunningham threw
1: the towel. And it was, was. I believe. Well, what the start of the ninth, I believe. Yeah. Right. And then I believe a fan threw ice at the ref. Who who said it? Like, what the fuck? It was you know
0: Caleb Plan said you got to have balls to walk in here. Yeah. And I agree, you know. Me and you or me I know a lot of boxers who listen to this and may get offended by this. Be like well, you guys are just fucking commentators. You guys don't know what it is. In some in some points you're right. We don't yeah. know what it is. I don't know how it is to fight in front of hundreds and thousands of people in the bright lights, millions mm-hmm. of people watching me. You're right. But like I've explained before in my past, I've been in the ring before, and I know this isn't a fucking game. The, I can't call time out. No, you know I can't. I can't call a substitution. Nope. I'm in there, man. Like the ring is the is the truth teller. Yep. You know, you you either got it or you don't. Ericsson Lubin is a warrior. Yeah. Ericsson Lubin wanted to keep going. Kevin Cunningham did the right thing.
2: He, he did.
0: Anybody who, who criticizes, which I haven't heard anybody criticize stoppage, anybody who is, you're insensitive and you don't know boxing. Yeah. You're just bloodthirsty. You're just looking for blood. You know, you don't care. I've said it before and I said it again. You're not going to be paying that man's bills. No. We do not know the long-term effects of what Erickson Lubin's is going to have to go through after that type of fight. Mm-hmm. And we have seen boxing to, see, to know that there are going to be some long-term effects for that guy. Yep. He's still young, but those type of fights they wear on you, man. They they age you. They do. They age you they if really, you don't really do. believe that. Go look at fighters the way if fighting those type of fights. What have they done to them? Not only physically, but mentally, their mental makeup. Look at Miguel Cotto. I mean, I think uh, HBO did a report. Uh, was it was it a farewell to Miguel Cotto? And and Jim Lampley said Miguel Cotto used to be a cool guy. After that Margarita whipping, his mentality totally changed. Yeah. You know, you may not see it physically bit. His mental, his mental makeup might be completely different after this fight.
1: Yeah, I didn't think he did say something like that after that fight. I mean, a lot of things have changed. Uh, the you know the 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 tattoos that he got. Um, every you know he leaves the ring every time the judges disappoint him. His uh, what's the word he used? Reluctant to smile. He says a lot of things have changed for him. He said since that Margarita lost.
0: You know, um, I mean, this, this isn't a game. And I know, like I said, I compared Martin to him. It wasn't disrespecting Erickson Lubin. I think Erickson Lubin's a great fighter. Yeah. I, you know, I think he put on a hell of a performance. It, it wasn't his night. It was Fandor's fight. And that's not take away nothing for Sebastian for No, no. I gave him shit. I didn't think he was the good. Me,
1: me too. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was going to get You took victory. out a
0: high level. Yep. Maybe the number three best super welterweight in the world right now. Maybe, yeah, because right now we're going to watch in a couple mm-hmm. months, we're going to watch the number one and number two best fighters in the world fight each other. And guess who's waiting in the wings? Yeah, Sebastian Fandora. Yep. And
1: a lot of people are saying should, that, should he be next in line for the uh, Belton 154? Fuck. <laughs> you're stupid <laughs> if you think you are you be right. No, I guess whoever,
0: whoever says that is stupid uh, to uh, think it, even, was, it, was, it
1: was, I think I believe it came from Showtime or other people. It was like a question to everybody. Is he is, should he be next in line for I the undisputed? I think so. He showed me something that night. I was like, "Whoa, shit, okay. He beat Erickson Lupin." He did. He did. I guess he had a bad night. the la- the last fight he was he was in. I guess. And
0: I was I was actually basing it on that. Like you know, I yeah. I, I thought I thought he was in the goods. I thought oh, okay, you know, Ericsson Lubin's yeah. just a step better. We're gonna see the class. We're gonna see him go after him. Yeah, he's gonna rain down the hammer. And no, it was just Fandora's freaking uppercut, <laughs> a thousand, For real? a hundred uppercuts. Like it was just like I said. We tuned in to the end, but you, I was just. I was just in shock because yeah. from what you were from what you had read to me, yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is a war." Both guys are going back and forth. This is more of a strength of nutrition than a strength of skills. Yeah, and no, it was just like I said. Fendora took Erickson Luma to the SmackDown hotel. Yeah. He laid down the SmackDown. He really did. <laughs> he laid down the SmackDown. And, I mean, great call from uh, Kevin Cunningham to throw yeah. in the towel and to stop his fighter because his fighter wouldn't have continued on. No, no way. His fighter would have gone, give me another Give me another round. And the reason why is because he had a successful seventh round. Yeah. That was the only reason, I think, that that uh, that Kevin Cunningham even allowed this fight to go on another two rounds. Mm-hmm. Another round because, like, all right, mm-hmm. you had a great seven. Let's <laughs> see what happens in the eighth. And when we tune in, he looks like he, he could barely hold himself up. Yeah. Fandora's holding him up. Yeah. And I think Kevin kind of no, I'm I'm gonna put this I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this kid in the ring. Yeah. This kid's gonna die. No. No. He can live to fight another day. He, he made it this far, he can do it again. Yeah. He's still young. He's still young, it's still loaded, it's still gonna be a, a glamour division. Yeah. You got guys like Danny Garcia moving up. Moving up. Thurman's probably gonna move up. Crawford's talking about it. Earl Spence is talking about it. It's a glamour division. Oof, why that. ruin this guy right now for this fight? Yeah. If there's other possible future fights for this kid, why do that for Lubin? That's true. Why ruin him right now? Fuck that. Nah. I think I thought he did a great job. Hats. Uh, hats uh, hats down to uh, um, Kevin Cunningham, and congratulations to I think we've been talking about Lubin but Fandora deserves all the credit of the world. He does. He's he he the number three the best good. best yep. best, wor- uh, best boxer in the, that uh, division yeah. right now. And the now
1: junior junior main-away. There we go. Junior middleweight. Now yes. looking
0: for the winner of Charlo Castaño Yeah,
1: which he might. Yeah, he might be next in line for it. Who?
0: Who could beat this freak show right now? This guy I have no,
1: oh man. has the reach. He has the punching power. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, what, did, what I'm sorry. What did Crawford say? Uh, there we go. I was about to say. Anybody wants to want to know what a Crawford said? I thought it was pretty funny. He tweeted saying, "For a cheat code." He's the type of character you make on Fight Night, and you boot, you boot, boots the sliders up, and his height and a smaller weight class. Yeah. <laughs> basically that's what he said basically and a lot of people also uh, i'm kind i see some memes of him they're kind of comparing him a little bit like this guy's kind of like triple g like you look at him he looks like a very very genuine nice guy but in the ring this motherfucker can kill you some, what? Be- some people were saying well, that my wife said that he looks nice and you're right there we go is yeah you're right she kept saying that he looks like a very nice guy and it seems like yeah a very nice guy but in the ring jesus fucking christ be no, careful yeah yeah Don't stand in between me And my goal And my <laughs> chance And my good and my championship glory
0: Basically
1: I will ruin you Because Because <laughs> he saw I mean We saw the uh, post fight interview The guy was smiling He was uh, You know he was in a good mood well, No shit you, got, yeah. you just won the biggest fight Of your career Exactly This is the biggest fight you, This is the, the best
0: fighter You can have on your resume At the moment Right in the, in the highest of all, Yeah. you fought a show champ championship boxing main event. Yeah, he was smiling as if, like, you didn't really
2: hurt nobody.
1: Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, it was just like
0: a family picture day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Basically. Like, he was getting ready to take a picture to keep together. <laughs> not, but not knowing behind you the wreckage you just caused. <laughs> Say cheese. Exactly. Hey. That's vicious. That that that's savage.
1: That's fucking savage. That's man. a savage, that's Randy Savage. That's man,
0: fucking shout out to Randy Savage. Yeah. He's dead though. <laughs> but shout out to. Alright, to the next fight. <laughs> well, okay, we already know the front door for Erickson Luba. Do you think you you think he can recover from this? I think
1: so. I, I think so. Um, he's definitely gonna take a lot of you know. Obviously, he needs to take his time, time to rest. I think he can bounce back really, but. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, we'll see what he wants next. Does he want to continue fighting, or does he want to call it a career already? Yeah, Talk to him, really. It but I don't see him, you know, ending it. No, end his career now. No, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. All right. I think he comes back. Cool. I think he comes back. All right, next, next fight. Um, uh, let's see. Why not? Jesus, I, I'm having a hard time. I don't know if we, do you want to want to talk. You want to get away, Ryan, or you want to talk about the triple G, The Kazakhstan. Let's get triple G because I think people got our people who tuned in to Win Your Fight Club. There we go.
0: Saw what listened and saw what we said about what it. S- so I think now we've had time to digest. We've had time to sleep.
1: I agree. Um, I'm not gonna repeat what some of the shit they were saying. I'm not
0: gonna. Re- I'm not gonna <laughs> repeat the stuff that I said on that show on that episode. If you guys want to know, tune, in to tune our into it Tune into it. Yeah. Tune into the YouTube channel, Rambling yep. Alcohol, Rambling Network YouTube channel. And it's a Ray boxing <laughs> Whittier Fight Club. It's an hour and a half of us watching the fights. <laughs> Literally with only four hours, two, three hours of sleep and alcohol in our systems, though. <laughs> and no and no caffeine in the world was going to take away <laughs> no, this. not situation. really.
1: No, not at all. So, um, Triple G1. Triple G1, yes.
0: I thought this was going to go the distance. I kind of thought so, too. I thought this was going to be a classic middleweight fight. And it was starting to shape up to that. Um,. It took Triple G maybe what three, four yeah, rounds? It's four rounds, I
1: wanna say. To
0: warm up. To really warm up. And as soon as he did, he started showing a little vintage Kazakh Thunder. Yep. Uh he started he started showing glimpses of uh the search and destroy type fighter. Yeah. He, for some reason he still kind of lingers in there thinking he's a big puncher, and as soon as he lands a right hand, it's over. Um I kept saying it on the on the telecast. you know on the on the network yeah what got him to the dance was in his power it was it was the accumulation of punches this guy was just the fucking terminator this guy was just chopping you to the body to the head constant pressure mentally and physically pounding the shit out of you until you finally
1: yeah
0: until you finally bent to his will yeah (laughs) Um, i think that's
1: what his old trainer said
0: and if Abel Sand just shut the fuck up because even <laughs> he was the one that was starting to build the whole, you know, Mexican style, one yeah. punch. You got away from it too. Don't don't yeah. don't just blame it on your fighter. You're you're the one you're the one that trained them before he dumped you. Yeah. You were still training him like that. So you both got away from this from this uh the, the style that got you to the dance. Yeah. Um I'll say this Toyota Toyota has heart. Yeah. The man put up he does. a hell of a fight. Very. very <laughs> <laughs> he put on one hell of a fight. He really did. He hung in there. He, he hung in there with you know uh, one of the best middleweights so far. Yeah. Bet Triple G again showed why he's a force to be reckoned with. I just did not like the fact that it took him longer to warm up, and I know he was coming off a layoff, but he's also forty years old. Yeah, he just turned forty, right? That same day, yeah. And moving forward. I don't want to see Canelo Triple G after this. I performance. don't want to
1: see the yeah the trilogy. No, I don't.
0: So I mean, before you talk about that, what did what was your takeaway? Because again, you've had time to digest this. Yeah. you've had time to probably watch it. Yeah, and you've had you've had enough sleep to <laughs> analyze
1: it, so what is your take? I gave you my take on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I don't. I know a lot of. I feel like some people are still trying to hang on to that old Triple G. I think Eddie Hearn even kind of like mentioned it. I understand he's probably like wants to see it because he mentioned by like yeah it was a it was a slow start but he still showed that he's that he's that monster that triple g and i'm just like i i'm sorry no exactly it was a slow start for him for someone like for someone like canelo if you're gonna be in the ring like canelo and you're gonna have a slow slow start yeah forget about it forget about it So, my takeaway out of that fight, yes, it was entertaining for us boxing fans. We loved it, of course, so we can't complain about it. It was good, right? Well, what would he say? Big drama show. Like, yeah, we saw that. But, no, at the end of that fight, I did not say, oh, man, I cannot wait for the rematch. No. Sadly, I said he cannot be in the ring with with Canelo. This Triple G cannot be in the ring with with Canelo. So, I agree with you. I don't want to see a third fight with Canelo. I don't.
0: No, I think
1: the excitement is not really there. Nothing yeah. made me say, holy shit, he's going to give him a good fight. He's going to push him.
0: Now, now I'm, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. Yeah. Now, I've heard people going, well, we still haven't seen how Canelo looks against Bivol. He may look. True.
1: He didn't he heard him saying, well, this, look at this guy. Bivol
0: might be that guy. You know, he might, he might deflate the Canelo uh, bubble. Bubble, yeah. You know, he might derail the Canelo Express. Yep. Now, if that happens, do you still want to see Triple G Canelo 3? Because, Canelo, you know, Canelo could be like, well, you know, 175 wasn't really my weight. And, you know, I, I really want to get this, re- this third fight out of the way. Yeah. You know, if they're both coming off. Like, let's say they both. Because Triple G came off a, a win, but not the best performance not the of best his performance. life. No. And let's say Canelo wins, but not the best performance of Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Do you still want to see the fight? No. Based
1: on what? No, because, again, there's 175. So if he look like shit, nah, I guess so. Maybe too much weight. Okay, they're going to fight at 168 if the fight happens, right? Apparently.
0: It, we, don't We're assuming. we don't even know if it's a 168. You're right. We don't even
1: know. We're assuming.
0: We don't even know if this fight's going to happen. because Is G going to move up? Exactly. Or are they going to meet at a catchweight? Meet at a catchweight.
1: It's still not enough. Still not enough.
0: Even though Canelo's the one that has to come down and wait, and G yeah. has to move up and wait, so it neither has an advantage.
1: Yeah. You still don't want to see it? No, I still don't see it. I still don't want to see it. I just I just think It's too late already, in my opinion.
0: I think yeah, the fight's lost it's expi- the fight's <laughs> expiration date. Yeah.
1: I is think, there already? I think Triple G made a comment saying that. Like, why does it take forever for the third fight? He goes. I think he mentioned about like it looked like he was running away from me. For goodness sakes, he he, he sued his own promoter, he goes. I think he said something like that. I think Canelo
0: thought there's no need for a third fight.
1: I think he made a known. He goes, for what? I beat him twice. Regardless of what the first fight said, he said. That's what he said. Regardless of what the first fight said, he beat him twice. There's no point for a third fight.
0: Triple G is the only other fighter right now on, on, on the record has given Canelo the toughest fight in his career. Yeah. Twice. I agree. I can probably see why they decided to openly move away from it. Fight Danny Jacobs. Fight Rocky Fielding. Fight Paul Smith. Oh no, Liam! Uh, Liam Smith. Liam. Sorry. Liam Smith. Right? Is it Liam Smith or uh, Fight Billy? Callum G- Smith. I'm sorry. I think yeah, Callum Smith. Fight Billy Joe. Fight Caleb. Fight Kovalev. I could see yeah. that. I could see Triple G's thought like, okay, you openly avoided me because I'm the only guy so far in the last five years that have giving you a tough back-to-back fight. Um, but this third fight, I think anybody can see that this third fight is not even a. It's not even a competitive fight. It's, no, not really. No. it's an execution of triple g it is and maybe canelo wants to if canelo's closing the chapter of his career maybe he doesn't want that that uh that asterisk you know that that question mark in the triple g when when we close the book on canelo and we revisit the chapters we don't want the chapter of the triple g saga to be yeah. well what if they fucking fought man because you know though that's he's the only man to have given him problems. Yeah. He doesn't want to leave it as to a what if. So maybe Canelo and Eddie Reynolds are thinking, okay, we're going to call it quits. We got to close the chapter on this motherfucker. And we got to close it emphatically. Yeah. You know, like kind of like um, Marquez. I think they're looking at as We got to do what Marquez did. He, did. he did whatever he could to get that fucking fourth fight with Manny. Yeah. And as long as he got the win, that's all that mattered. That's all that matters. That's all that mattered to Marquez. <laughs> yeah. And not only did he get the win, he got the win. In the in the best fashionable po- yeah. the best best way possible to the point where he even said oh i'm done there's no need for a fifth fight <laughs> i got my redemption now yeah maybe canelo's thinking that
1: he might
2: might
0: bessie if if the if the promotion is my legacy and you know i know we're spending a little bit too long on this one but let's look at it this way if canelo was to call it quits you know a lot of the Canelo haters... Because I'm not a hater. I'm a criticizer. The difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of the Canelo haters are going to be like, well, yeah, he fought everybody, but he never gave Triple G the fight.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: You know, he never mm-hmm. gave Triple G the shot. Yeah. He openly ducked him. He moved weight classes to weight class to avoid this fight. He never gave it to him, and he retired without giving that man his shot. True. So now if he gets and get to the gets the fight done and gets him out of the way, is it really an excuse to the Canelo fan base? Their rebuttal would be like, well, he gave him the shot and he fucked them up. So there is no excuse. He is the best fighter, the best Mexican fighter of all time. Not this time, not that
1: time, but of all time. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, that's a great fantasy story for himself. Yeah.
0: Not just for himself, but for the box for his, for his fan base. Pretty much, yeah. Because you know the Canelo fan base are going to They're going to be that. saying that, exactly. He's the greatest Mexican fighter because he's the only man to go back. He didn't have to, but he wanted to because he wanted no doubts to be in his career.
1: Yeah, kind of late on that shit. Sorry, it, that's not but, how I see it on our side. No, no, yeah. I, on my side, as, as me, as, as I've
0: always been openly uh, criticizing Canelo. Yeah. No, 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 that, that doesn't take away anything. You, yeah, no. you waited too long. Very long. You waited. You should have got after him. I get it. You should have got the, the Danny Jacobs fight out of the way and then fought Triple G.
1: They could have done that.
0: You know? Then you fought Triple G afterwards. But you didn't. You basically let this fight drag on longer than it's supposed to. And now, after this performance, nobody wants to see it. No. The only other way we could see this, the only way I can see Matchup and, and um, Zone selling this fight yeah. is if Canelo looks... Average against a guy like Bivol because a lot of people are saying that Bivol has the same qualities as Triple G. He has a firm jab, a good right hand. Yeah, you know he's kind of a lighter version of Triple G on his feet because this guy can be on his feet. He can box him. You know, Canelo had a, had a tough time uh, getting away from Triple G's jab, which is yeah. which has always been the equal, which was the equalizer. Canelo, so far, no one's been able to jab Canelo the way. Triple G did. Yep. They say Bivol has that jab. So if Bivol in May goes in there and starts snapping Canelo's head and makes Canelo look average, that's the only way I can see the zone and Eddie selling this fight, this third fight to us in September going, well, hey, he didn't look that good. This, you know, maybe maybe all these great fights are starting to catch up to Canelo now, and now these guys are meeting up somewhere in the middle where this is more more competitive this, this could be the third this could be the second fight of Leonard Hearns where you know they're mm-hmm. both old but yeah. they're both still fucking you know they're, they're right yeah. there yeah watch
1: Believe that sounds me. like a bullshit they would do yeah that sounds pretty much right
0: yeah alright next one
1: um the <laughs> reason I oh, yeah well, well, well I guess you will I mean the name says it all I mean Ryan Garcia the right <laughs> That's why I'm what? laughing. What? <laughs> Just like Sean <shot> <laughs> Porter. Was I drooling? Funny story on that one. I don't know if you saw that yeah, video. That shit was funny. He had it a over? funny story to that shit. Um Is it over? Is it over? <laughs> is it over? And he says that he had the executives on his ear. This is
3: great! <laughs> this is great television.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he said it he said it on the on the boxing The boys. boxing voice. Shout, shout, shout out, to, boxing
1: out to them, man. So last Saturday night, man, the right turn. Oh, well, they changed the return because it sounded right. I'm not going to say that word, but. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, <it. laughs> Fuck I'll say it because it sounded right hearted Anyways, so last Saturday night, Brian hmm? Garcia fought Emmanuel T- Tago, T- Tago. Tago? T- Togo. 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 From, uh, from, from Africa. Ghana. 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 African. From Ghana. And by the way, we saw him. He looked happy when he was there, right? When he was walking to the ring. Oh, that guy looked cheerful. It looked. I think we made that joke. Like, I think he got the notice. Like, all right, the checks, in. the checks clear. The, the checks. The, 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 wire, the, the, the wire, wire. The wire. The wire.
0: The wire transfer the came. Wire transfer. The wire transfer is in transition. It's it's gone through. <laughs> we're waiting for the confirmation right now. We're waiting. For, we're waiting for the.
1: We're waiting to, to
0: to confirm the
1: funds are there now. <laughs> i think that's what happened right so that's what happened right he goes to the ring he looked very super happy right ryan garcia well you know he plays his usual fucking song i think it's from uh, Luper fiasco whatever superstar thing
0: but let's also say yeah. he's coming off a long layoff
1: wrong layoff how many months again 13 no 14 15 months i believe
0: and new trainer mm-hmm. okay also we both said that i said that ryan garcia was gonna get rid of him in two rounds
1: Yes, and I said five rounds. My wife said three. Three
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanna I wanna clarify this because yes. remember we are gonna give you what we said, what said what we said week last week and
1: what what happened actually. You said two, you're like he's gonna knock him out. I gave I, I I was like, I'm gonna give him a little bit of credit, he's gonna hang up just a little longer, I said fifth round. And my wife just to fuck with
0: us at three. And she said three, yeah.
1: None of us were right. None of us was right actually.
0: So 14, 15 month layoff.
1: Yeah. New trainer. Fifteen month layoff, yeah.
0: Against a guy who hasn't lost
1: he since his first, first pro fight. First pro fight. So
0: he's been in a 32-fight win streak. Yeah. And he hit, was, was it a second second fight? First I fight think in the
1: second States? fight, I believe. Second fight in the U.S. And, and I think he hasn't fought since, I think they said, what, November of 2020? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean... So that's Ryan's opponent. And, of course, Ryan... Trying to put him away already in the first round, the first early rounds, right? I forgot I forgot which round he puts him down. He actually puts down, uh, apparently it was a put down, uh, the, the to-go to guy felt like, no, he pushed me. I
0: think in the second, wasn't it?
1: I think it was the second round. Yeah, I was like, I was jumping. I was like, yeah, 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 it was the second, second. In the second round, of course, I'm thinking, oh, this is it then. What do you know? The guy hang in there. The guy hung in there for the most the entire fight. He like, hung in there, and I think when, the, when it got, you know... As a fight was going on, I think we, I think we can all, we all knew what was his game plan, I guess, or what, or, or goal. Now it was more like just stay, hang in there, hanging to the very end.
0: that be, um, not be a highlight reel.
1: Not be a highlight reel, and that's the impression I got. It was, so, I think, even the mention too. It was survivor mode. So it was that type of fucking fight. He was just there in survivor mode. I think that was the, uh, what some were looking for, you know. I think that was a type of uh, dignity he wanted to get at the very end. At the very end, he just wanted to say, I went to 12 rounds with Ryan Garcia for the first time since I don't know what year. 2017, I think, which was maybe eight rounds at the time. Yeah. But but I think first time in here, 12 rounds. Shit. And oof, I can't wait to be like, what were we thought? Was it impressive? Were we really impressed with his performance? Did he show so much? Did he go 12 rounds? I been
0: hearing, been reading everybody going... Well, he's coming off a layoff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He has a new trainer. trainer. Okay. I completely get that. Yeah. But when you have a guy who pretty much is just circling around you. Oh, my God. And the only thing you can do is just follow him.
1: He was just following him.
0: I'm sorry. I can't use those excuses for him because he spent how long with Eddie Reynoso in his gym? Um, Two years? I
1: would say two years,
0: right? You're telling me you didn't learn nothing. To me, this fight was... Did I expect this outcome to go 12 rounds? No. Togo fought in survival mode. Togo's objective was, I don't want to take this guy 12 rounds by any means necessary, even if it means I bore everybody... Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to me. The check clear. Yeah, I got my money. I'll get another low, uh, uh, another pro- another fight. Whether it be low profile, high profile, I'll get another fight. Ryan's the one that has going to gonna have to live with the criticism of this fight.
1: <laughs> and to me, my criticism
0: to Ryan Garcia is you learn nothing with Eddie Reno.
1: Basically, so. I think that's like.
0: I don't blame, um, Dan, uh, Joe Goosen. I'm sorry, Dan. I don't blame Joe Goosen because Joe Goosen it was just a hired gun. Yeah, I remember he kept fight? saying that. He's just a higher gun. My thing was, you spent two years in A. Reynoso's camp training under the tutelage of Canelo Alvarez. Big bro, like he called him. Yeah. Big bro. You learn nothing about cutting off the ring. You learn nothing. To me, Ryan Garcia seems like the type of guy that doesn't believe he needs to put any type of technique, any technique in his boxing. Yeah. He still fights the same way. Even when he was with Eddie Reynoso, he still fought the same way. And against Joe Goosen, he's still fighting the same way. Same way. But I at least thought that when the fight was getting, when the fight, when the fight was starting to go the way we all saw, which was this guy's just gonna fucking fight survival mode. I thought, okay, well, Ryan, there has to be a moment where Ryan remembers going. I remember Canella telling me that I should, when things like this happen, I should go to the body. Let me start chopping this guy down. Yeah. No. No. You followed this guy to the left, to the right, you had your moments, but it was just you would just follow him. You learned nothing then in those two years with this guy. You basically proved any yeah. Reynolds so right, which was you just showed up just to look good for the camera and that was it. That was it. You're not dedicated. You look in shape, but you're not dedicated because you learned nothing during your two um and I know people are going. Well, you're pretty, you're being pretty harsh with them. I'm not being pretty harsh. I think it's time for us to take off the big, take off the gloves, and start getting real with this guy. I agree. You know, enough of this. Well, he had mental issues. Okay. Oh, my God. But when you're out there, tweeting your fucking Twitter fingers, talking shit. Yeah. You really can't be. You really can't be talking shit now. Like I was. I was very. I was laughing throughout the fight. Going. You know what's funny? He made fun of fucking uh of uh a guy like Tank Davis not putting away a guy like Isaac Cruz. Going, I would have put him away. You could barely put away Togo. Exactly. Togo, and he was on the ropes for you to fucking do you, and all you kept doing was landing the left. I, I the only thing he did different was starting to land the left hook, but even then he was it was nothing. <laughs> and then the right hand, he, Sergio Moore was saying, like, "Why doesn't he dispense on the jab? Start throwing the jab, set this fucker up. You're just trying to get him with one shot." He's yeah, he is. You know, he got lucky with the right hand, but that was like, that and a couple rounds later, it was just different. Togo took away the right hand. He did. Um, but to me, I found it funny because he criticized, he talked so much shit. To me, if someone who had mental illness, doesn't talk shit. You know? I agree. He talked so much shit about Tank going, well, I want have, you know, I would have fought a guy like Isaac Cruz, I would have got rid of him. You know, I would have not allowed him to go 12 rounds with me. You allowed Togo to go 12 rounds with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, someone like Devin Haney. Oh, if a guy like that would have fought me, if Joseph would have fought me, like that would have knocked Joseph out. You let Togo go 12 rounds with you, bro. Everything you said came back and blew up in your face. It did. And that was kind of the, that's been Ryan Garcia's story since he has proclaimed himself as the next big star in boxing is everything he says blows up on his face. Yeah. You know what I mean. You mentioned as the- everyone else is now graduating <laughs> or, and going off to college.
2: Yeah,
0: you're the guy being held back, but you talk the biggest shit though. Yeah, you <laughs> know, it and it's funny because when I hear guys, when I hear Dazone asking Sergeant Moore, you know, they asked him this week, "Do you think he's ready for Tank?" No, and he. And the, you, you could tell someone's in his ear. What are you doing? Not right now. No, he's not ready, man. He's not. You know, like I told my wife, he has one foot in, one. I said on the show, he has one foot in, one foot out. When you have an avenue to make money elsewhere where you don't have to get punched, you really don't care about your boxing career. No. He can say as much as I'm back, I'm taking it seriously, I'm going to fight four times this year. No, you're not. No. Who are you going to fight four times this year? Apparently, he's not going to fight Joseph Diaz. Joseph Diaz has another fight. He made it known.
1: He made it known. And I love how honest he was when they asked him what do you think? He goes, I'm not impressed. He goes, I felt what he said, I felt the same way too. I, I was like, I'm not impressed. He should have he should have put him away already. I'm sorry. And trust me, I was trying to find something that I was very there was nothing. I think for you
0: okay, like I said, I don't blame Joe Goosen. Joe Goosen was just hired to mm-hmm. be there, to be there for you first time. Okay. But when you saw this fight going this way. You're telling me you don't re- you didn't revert to some of the old tactics you learned at Team Canelo.
1: I don't even think there was any old tactics. That's the thing,
0: you know. Um, I remember that uh, I forgot what fight was it when De La was fighting and then uh, George Foreman going. I think it was his first fight with uh, Floyd Mayweather Sr. and his corner, and George goes, "This fight's gonna get tough." There's going to be moments he's going to have to revert to the old trainings when he was with guy good g- better trainers like J- Emmanuel Stewart, and he started mentioning mm-hmm. all these trainers. And I think Larry Murtry asked him, hey, when this fight was getting tough for you, did you kind of like – and he yeah. goes, yeah, I reverted back to some of the stuff I learned to get me out of the funk because, you know, this is my first fight with my new trainer, so of course we haven't got into that situation yet. But I had been in so many of these situations with other trainers, I reverted to those yeah. tactics. You I don't mean telling me that you didn't learn anything. You learned nothing then. Nothing. They, that much. That just shows me that that much. That's how much of an arrogant prick you are.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah. You still fight with your chin up. Oh, you kept bringing that up, and he, and, and yeah, he kept doing that. I think there was a, a round where, um, yeah, I, I think he got him kind of good, right? He like he I, because he he he. he he exposed his chin. I forgot what round, but he he nailed it pretty good. Obviously, there was no mustard to it, but you are like, look at that. He got exposed. Look, to me, he is this. I,
0: and I was talking to JC and one of our fans. Yeah. And I said Ryan Garcia reminds me he has the mental capacity of Victor Ortiz. <laughs> and he has the technique of Amir Khan. Amir Khan the only relied on Speed. Speed. Speed was his biggest, uh, uh, his biggest thing, and he blew everyone out of the water. But as soon as someone goes, okay, all I gotta do is time weather him. the storm and yeah. time this fucker, because he walks out with his shin. Because a guy like Ryan Garcia and Amir Khan, when they rely on speed, they for, even Roy Jones, they, 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 they kind of frown upon defense. I'm faster than every man. I'm <laughs> faster than the average man. I don't need defense. <laughs> Until you meet a guy that goes, "Oh, okay, yeah, you don't need defense. Hold him in. Hold my beer. Let me mm-hmm. catch it. Shoot your ass on the way
1: out." Togo did that a couple times. He did no mustard behind it. I think he probably nailed the same shot that uh, Luke Campbell did it. Yeah. Right? I believe so. There we go. I think I was almost that, talking that about. That was
0: another thing. He what? He, he hasn't learned anything. He
1: hasn't learned anything. And then he can, well, I forgot what round Ryan Garcia tried to land the same body punch. Didn't work for him. Didn't work. Did not work. I think it landed, but didn't work. It didn't work for him.
0: To me this was a bad performance and everyone could say, well, it can give a million excuses for Ryan's bad experience, but you have to stop. He is at the elite level at this moment. You know, you fought a guy that was supposed to be kind of your showcase tuna fight. And instead it was, it was a glorified sparring session that exposed that you, you're an arrogant prick that yeah. doesn't seem to have learned anything when you were on the Eddie Reynosa's tutelage. You don't, and from the looks of it, you you're not learning anything with Joe Goosen. I think Joe mean- Goosen's a hired gun. Even Joe Goose, Joe Goosen, prior to the fight said, "I would be shocked and amazed if this goes the distance." And then during the telecast said, "Oh, we planned for we planned for us to go twelve <laughs> rounds. We knew this guy was tough. No he, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. This guy was this guy was picked because you got." You, got, you picked him because he was you thought he was sturdy, which he was. He was, yeah. But you also thought he was going to be willing to engage you. Yeah, exactly. Which showed that Ryan Garcia is only used to guys that come after him. He's not used to chasing guys no, down. I,
1: clearly, we, we saw that, yeah. He showed that. Now, add, someone,
0: add t- someone that can counter him.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. And we, oh, my God, he was getting tired. And I know, right, 20, 12 rounds, it can be tiring. Fuck yeah, it can be, man. Man, you saw that with him. But when Jesus you're Christ. when you're loading up on every shot, on every shot, there was it's almost like there was no gas in that tank. Also, there were a couple rounds where um, what's his name? T- Togo was, you know, he what's what I'm looking for. He was, um, he was kind of letting his hands go for a bit. This, this fight was
0: not a good, a good thing for Ryan. No, especially with all the shit that you talk. Exactly. It, to me. You did nothing to prove that you belong in there with Teofimo Lopez, David, Tank to say. Davis, Devin Haney, Joseph Diaz. You you don't belong with these no. guys. Part of me was like, oh fuck, no, he gets killed. Like, how are you talking? Like, not even Manny Pacquiao, bro. <laughs> how are you talking all this shit, folk? Even Gary Russell called. Even Gary Russell said called you out of some shit. Oh really? He even said that you learned nothing. You still walk. You still walk out with your chin up. <laughs> Gary Russell, bro. Wow.
2: Wow,
0: Mr. Gary Russell Jr. Said that. Russell. So when when the whole boxing world was looking at you like, bro, like you talk entirely too much shit, and you haven't backed it up yet, everyone else has graduated and you're still behind. And I know people are like, "Well, he's still young, B.J. He's still growing." Nah, man, but you're still growing. But you out there, you out there talking like you got big nuts, exactly. but you got baby nuts. Stop talking, and I think he learned his lesson because even fucking Chris, I don't know shit about. Max, was like, hey, who do you want to fight next? Well, I'm done calling people out. You're done calling people out because you look stupid calling exactly. people out. Exactly. You look stupid.
1: What a well, what a coincidence! Now he started saying that.
0: You look stupid. Yeah. You don't think that you don't think you got clowned out? You don't think the boxing was clowning on you now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Shit. How do you talk shit about Tank Davis for his Tank Davis walked in with a fucked up hand and went twelve rounds with Isaac Cruz. What was your excuse going 12 rounds to Togo?
1: (laughs) What was your excuse, bro? Oh, it's been a long layoff. I'm pretty sure that's the only thing he can say.
0: Get out of here with that, man. Yeah. I want to see who he wants to fight next because he can't fight another Togo. He can. It's put up. At this moment, it is put up or shut up for him.
1: Here's the thing. Really? You think he's going
0: to fight again this year? He didn't get injured. He barely got touched. Yeah, this should be a quick turnaround for him. Yeah, should be a quick turnaround from this. I be, I totally agree. There should be no, I shouldn't I should not hear no excuses about why he's not fighting. He you, you went full twelve rounds. You didn't get touched up. You didn't get knocked out. I say rest three weeks back on the gym. Golden Boy should be scheduling another fight. I agree. Unless it's a high profile fight, I can see why you're taking off two three months off before your next fight. Yeah. But if you're on this, I want to fight four times a year. Okay. One well, sorry, that was a that was, uh, <laughs> Siri.
1: But I mean, yeah, I want to see who he fights next. Because- I want to see, four. yeah, I want to see two. But again, part of me is like, would he fight again? Was this, was this, is this going to be another fucking reason where he goes, well, you know, whatever, whatever excuse it is, you get me, you get what I'm saying? Is this going to be another one of those fights where he's like, right I don't even know what should I do next now? Because I like that Luke Campbell fight for sure made him go like, fuck, should I really continue with this shit? That was another thing, too. Even even the, he, st- he still gets set up for fu- punches. He does. And I remember like you saw Oscar was being a big cheerleader. And I like what you said. You're like, he must be shitting his pants. He's probably hoping he gets the knockout so he can boost his confidence. But it didn't happen. He didn't get the knockdown. Knockout, I should say. Yeah. He got the knockdown,
0: not the knockout. He's Not the knockout. Oh no! He's His ego must have been bruised this this past week. Big weekend. time.
1: I didn't. Again, we didn't see the post fight much. I haven't seen him on social media. Yeah, no, not, not much. He's been really. thanking everybody. Yeah, like yeah. thing he has been. Like, oh, thank you for everybody. Yeah, very you humble.
0: Know, <laughs> he's very humble about it. Yeah. You know, but I I think at this moment you you've talked so much, it's kind of. I think it's kind of. I bet you it's hard for Golden Boy to put him against anybody else not in the top ten. Yeah. It's hard now it It is because he has talked himself so he has talked himself in so much into these big fights, and you fighting these fights does and then looking the way you just did does not benefit you to be going to fight fighting someone below your level,
1: yeah, I agree, I you totally know. agree, and then now, of course, I mean of course his promoter Oscar is kind of thinking to the future now, of course he is. Oscar was now, you know, he was quoted saying, if there is a fight that would do over a million pay-per-view buys, it's Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. This can be a mega fight, and it needs to happen. Well, there's more on that one, too, by the way. Then, then, Oscar, he goes, you know, Tank Davis, I heard he's leaving Mayweather. He goes, so, hey, give me a call, and we'll make that fight happen next. I wouldn't mind making a three-fight deal with him just to make that fight happen. This is from TMZ Sports.
0: Oscar needs fighters. Oh, for sure. For sure he does. Oscar needs fighters. That's why he's asking for this fight. Um, Is, is he leaving Mayweather? I don't think he's leaving Mayweather. I, okay, even if he does leave Mayweather promotions, yeah. you know his manager is still Al Heyman. Al Heyman. So... You're still going to have to deal with Heyman. Apparently, you don't like dealing with Heyman. <laughs> no. So, let's be honest. Now, is this fight going to make a billion or a million or quadruple whatever the fuck? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I don't think Ryan's that much of a big star. No. To to pull that type of number. I think the a fight million? does. No. I think the fight does 700,000. Around there. Yeah. That seems like a Six, right. 700,000. Yeah. I don't think it does a big amount of money. Ryan is not there yet. No. Tank is starting to ascend. Yeah. Into becoming a pay-per-view player. You know, as much as people go, well, he does four, 300, 400. Yeah, bro, Charles at 130. Crawford doesn't even break 200. <laughs> no. <laughs> in the pay-per-view era, Canelo is king. Spence comes in second. Tank comes in third as one of the top draws on pay-per-view. Right now. Yeah. Can't, there's no numbers. You know, like, maybe there goes... People lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. So, you know, he's maybe the number three best attraction right now. Besides AJ in the UK, but I I don't compare that because that's that's overseas. That's overseas. I'm talking about overall here in the United States. Yeah. Tank is the number three best top seller in the United States. Yeah, he is. And Spence and Canelo are in the top one and two. Yeah. That's just, that's just, that's facts.
1: It really is, actually. That's facts. Look it
0: up. You know, you look it up. It's true. Um, even if he leaves Mayweather, I think he still stays with uh Al Heyman's Al Heyman. PBC yeah. and you know, he'll still fight under, you know, his own promotion, which is what uh tank Davis promotions or yeah, tank, tank I think promotions. So. Look, at this moment he knows he needs a tank Davis and it makes financial sense to make. I just don't get to, I don't think he's gonna get made. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Unless let's Gold, Unless Goldemoy notices, they want to get out of the ten, out of the rank Garcia. I was about to mention business and say, okay, this kid doesn't want to do shit. Cash him out. Cash him out. You know, this kid's getting kind of like overbearing. He's asking Manny for so much money, but it's hard to get him these fights. Let's get him the fights and get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> let's, let's lower his stock.
1: Even though they were like comparing, like, oh, he's just like Oscar.
0: Oscar went out of his way and said that the Togo reminded him of uh, oh. Uh- I Corte, and that this fight was gonna his rem- this fight was gonna be literally Corte de la Hoya. No,
1: not even fucking close.
0: I'll say this: uh, Oscar has a bigger heart, and 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 it was a better boxer than Ryan Garcia.
1: Oh, I would totally agree on that. I would totally way agree. way better, way better. He had heart, you know. He did, you know. He was pretty dedicated. He was dedicated. He was dedicated.
0: Ryan isn't. No, he's not. You know, Oscar was willing to learn a little bit. Yeah, it was on, you know, a little bit. <laughs> no at least he was open to learning a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of stuff here and there too. Uh, enough to where he felt it may it'd make a difference in a fight. You know, when Delahoy moved with Mayweather Senior, he mm-hmm. tried to learn the whole you know, the you know, the Philly show. The Philly show, yeah. You know, he tried it, it didn't work. He still yeah. he still stuck to his own, but he tried to, to learn it.
2: Yeah.
0: Ryan, on the other hand, doesn't done shit. No, not at all. And I I think he'll still continue not to do shit.
1: No. Not at all. You know, and speaking with you know, we're, we stuck. You know, I guess for a little bit on the Oscar train. Oscar was also quoted from TMZ, TMZ Sports. Jesus Christ, this guy loves to talk. Oscar, you know, he said that Jake Paul is a real deal. This guy can beat a lot of good champions, even great champions. He's on his way to become to becoming a contender, then a world champion. Oscar's on crack. <laughs> Wasn't he the same one that was talking shit about the Paul Brothers? Like, what the fuck are we coming in and disrespecting the sport? Yeah,
0: but when he when you're when you're probably getting numbers and being told, hey, you know, there's how much they're making, and he's like, what? <laughs> We're in the wrong business. We need, we need to get into this. This is the same guy that started getting into a, you know, wanting to do the whole MMA shit. He did right. Oscar's the first one to criticize, but the first one to jump on the bandwagon. Uh huh. And I think he sees it. Look. Say what you want about say what you want about Jake Paul. He at least puts in the work. Yeah. Should he be fighting guys his boxing level? Yes, but he's not. He knows why. Yeah. And the market is there until until he sees people not wanting to pay to watch him fight ex MMA fighters, he might step up in competition. Mm-hmm. But it's but if Someone like Delahoya gives me his opinion about someone like Jake Paul, I'll take with a grain of salt. Yeah. But if it's someone like, not even Mike Tyson has given a seal of approval on Jake Paul. <laughs> not even, like, nobody in the boxing world has said, you know what? This guy's the real deal. Like, he keeps doing this. He'll be a world champion pretty soon. Yep. Only Oscar's done it. But this is the same Oscar that criticized Mayweather and McGregor, and not even like three months later goes, you know what would be the greatest fight in the world right now that would make billions of dollars? Canelo McGregor, <laughs> he did say that. Canelo has red hair. People would think he's Irish.
1: <laughs> I'm not lying. He
0: actually said he that. He actually
1: said that. You can catch it on YouTube. He did. You
0: say know, that. like I said, he's the first one to criticize, but the first, the first one to jump in the bandwagon. Yep. I think he sees the he sees the money that Jake Paul's making and the attention Jake Paul's making. Golden Boy is starting to fall. You know, they're 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 depending on someone like Ryan Garcia to hold them up,
2: mm-hmm. and they're
0: not. Yeah. So you rather try to get someone like Jake Paul to work with you, as, as they're as they're noticing that Jake Paul is working with the zone because he's promoting the first ever female main event fight. Yeah. Yep. And the in the attention that Jake Paul brings, he wants.
1: He wants that. Yeah.
0: By any means, is it with it? You know, I, you know, Ramble Alcoholics has always been. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. For for Golden Boy at this moment, there's no such thing as bad publicity as long as we can get money coming down this coming down the promotion. Yeah. And I think that I think this is De La Hoya's hint to the boxing world that he's gonna be open to do this. Yeah. He was open to fight Big Till Balfour.
1: He was actually.
0: So I mean it makes it makes sense that he's right now kissing Jake Paul's ass. Yeah. It makes sense.
1: Put down and suck his dick. Yeah. Now back to the lightweight. Uh so this was uh this was tweeted by your your favorite guy, Chris Mannix. Okay. He says the IBF has denied Thriller's appeal of the of its notice of the default on the purse bid, for you know, for Lopez and Cambrosis. You know, right. The result is that Lopez will be paid nine hundred and two thousand seven hundred dollars, and Cambrosis three hundred thousand nine hundred dollars. The IBF had been holding the money in Good. escrow. Very interesting. Talk about that fucking nightmare, man. Man. You so just,
0: Thriller, remember, won the purse bid.
1: He won the purse bid for June, of, of then, last and year, and then they
0: extended it. And then Mm -hmm. I think Thriller at the end pulled the plug said, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. So IBF's kind of going. IBF was like, okay, well, this money you guys put in is still in escrow. It's going to the fighters. Yeah. Fighters were willing. You weren't. Fighter goes. So I think Thriller was kind of like, no, no, we need our money back. (laughs) And I think I I was like, "Mm, that's not happening. (laughs) That's all that happened there. That's That's all that happened there. And I think this is, again, this is Thriller's first time uh working in the boxing scene I, I know they've done a couple boxing shows but high profile you know unification fights it's it's one of their high profile deals and I think you, they they got they got hustled and I think uh-huh. this will be the, probably be the last time you hear them getting hustled like this again
1: yeah totally I don't give a shit about this this next one over here man but it's boxing right that's what we do yes. we do boxing news yes. so according to uh you know from Showtime Sports Steven Espinoza, right he goes, Adrian Broner's in camp. He's gone away. He's in Colorado for camp, demonstrating how serious he is. We're working on opponents and dates for him. He's clearly committed to it. I think he's still got gas in the tank. Whether you're in love with you know you're in love oh my god, whether you love him or you hate him, you know he's still a draw. I had a hard time reading that because Jesus Christ, man, it's Adrian Broner can man be <laughs> look, it's all about boxing well, now. Well, what wake me laugh right here, you know, right? He's clearly committed to it.
0: Is he really committed to it? I think so. No, oh, jeez. he is he now is fighting paycheck to paycheck. I think he needs it. I
1: think he, uh, yeah, obviously he needs he's it. Blue, yes, he's
0: blew all his money. Oh, you think? <laughs> I know.
1: Fuck, yeah, well, that's I think
0: but, he's committed. I think he, he, his rap career sucks. He has over what a dozen kids now.
1: It feels that way. I mean, we don't want to be stereotypical, but yeah.
0: Um, he needs the money, man. He does, and you know he made it. He made it on the last fight. Like, yo, I want to. I want to stay out of trouble. Give me more fights. Yeah. But I think with Adrian Broner, he demands so much money that Showtime can't commit to it. Yeah. But also, it's kind of hard to commit to somebody that's not committed. He either doesn't show up and wait. You know, he's unprofessional. It's kind of hard to back someone like this. And and I think I'm assuming Al Hamed had a hard time to put him on here on Fox. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I bet you Fox would love him, but Fox has to be like we need a guarantee he's not going to talk out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and to me I I am a sucker I'm a sucker for a <laughs> for a comeback story. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, I think and, we all are. And
0: I, and I'm hoping that maybe he comes he can bounce back because at at one moment he was you know, leading the pack as you know, a talented fighter. But like many people, when fame gets to you, he let it get to his head. and yeah. He got away from it. And he got beat. But let's be honest. Adrian Broner's a tough motherfucker to fight. Besides Manny Pacquiao, Sean Porter had a hard time with him. Mike Donna had a hard time with him. He's competitive. Hate him and love him. The motherfucker, motherfucker gives you a fight. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it depends who he's. Uh, I'm going to see him fight. I would have loved to have seen him face Connor Ben, but at this moment, at Adrian Bruno, what thirty three? Yeah, I think thirty three. I can see it's been another mm-hmm. one. He still has fight left in him. Yeah. He probably has a good two year run left in him if he really dedicates himself. He probably has a good junior welter, and especially in if he fights at one forty, it's starting to get packed. Yeah. He has a good run left in him. True. If he can stay clean and dedicate himself to boxing, he can probably walk away retired at 36. But if he's out there fighting one fight at a time, blowing the money, and then having them take the next fight, <laughs> he's gonna be relegated to being a, a journeyman gatekeeper. Yeah, and then that's and that's where I think and that's where Adrian Bronn's career is gonna end up being more of the guy who were like he's fighting paycheck to paycheck. But he needs the money, he'll take the fight. Yeah. It doesn't matter now he's a gatekeeper. That
1: might be what it is. It's Yeah. But it if he be.
0: comes back, looks great, proves to everybody that he's all about boxing, he can probably get the big fights again. Yeah. He's like, he, let's be honest, Espinosa's right. Like, hate him or love him, you're going to tune in. He's two good fights away from getting back into the mix.
2: Yeah, he is.
0: Hate it or love it. he's two fights away from getting back into the mix. Mm-hmm. You may not like hearing this because I know you're mm-hmm. not a fan of his. But if he comes back, looking like the old AB, he's back in line getting a Terrence Crawford fight, or a Thurman fight, shit, even a Ryan Garcia fight down the line. Mm-hmm. He's two fights away. Great fights,
1: great performances. I mean, from getting the big fight. I'll admit, if that fight ever happened, I'll fucking tune into that fight. Shit, Ryan Garcia or, an or Rolly Boy or Tank. You know, Tank. Yeah,
0: he's big fights away from these. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with him. He's. You know, he's he's a couple fights away. Yeah. If he looks... if Whoever he fights coming back, if he looks great and then looks back in the second fight comes back great again, yeah. he's back in the mix. That's just how polarizing this kid is. That's yeah. The kid this man is. Yeah. You know, hate it or love it. Look, we're even talking about it right now. So, to me, he, he'll still get... He just has to look good.
2: Yeah, and that's he didn't look.
0: He didn't look good at his last fight. That's why... I, now he's trying them now. Now he's having to suck Espinosa's dick to yeah. get back on the network <laughs> and having to be. He sounds like one of those guys that comes back from rehab, comes out of jail. Hey man, I've been clean, man. You know I'm clean. I don't know, man. Now nah, I'm clean, man. I'm working out now. I'm, I have a great job and I'm clean. And you know, I just need another shot. All right, man. It's the last time I'm giving you this. The fact that he, hey, but you got to say he moved to Colorado. He left. He left Cincinnati. Yeah. And so far, I've been seeing on Instagram he's training. I follow
1: him I don't know if it was uh, If we mentioned on the show How about like I don't know how recent that is (laughs) I'm the the one that mentioned that You didn't mention it I just don't know If if we really said it on the show It never aired There we go I did say that I said Yo how
0: recent are those photos I I can post myself I can post myself working out Two weeks ago Make make it seem like I did it tonight
1: (laughs) Oh man Well, speaking of working out and all that shit, right, the one one that does it, I think he still does it pretty much every day, is the TB Floyd Mayweather. So Floyd, he was quoted by saying, if you look at nowadays in the top 10, everybody's got a belt now. I've never won an interim belt. There's too many belts in the sport of boxing. So boxing's really watered down now. Everybody's champion, he says. This is a subject that I feel like we have mentioned, you know, before about how so many fucking belts... There's too many belts
0: in boxing. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows our, our take on it.
1: Floyd's right. He never
0: won an interim belt. Never. And even if he was offered, he always said no. No, fuck no. Um, it, it's it, it's always been watered down, Floyd. Always. It's always been watered down. It's nothing new. Uh, A lot of people could say this is a dig towards Tank because Tank has not won the legit 140-pound division belt or won the legit... 135 belt if you actually look at it tank is a secondary champion at 135 and 140 Mm -hmm. he hasn't defeated the champs in those divisions a lot of people are taking saying that this was a this was a this was a jab at tank davis but floyd's echoing what every single boxing reporter boxing podcaster youtuber influencer has said before there's too many belts too many belts and yes it's everyone has a belt now everyone can become a champion you know but this is just the sport we live in yeah you know and, and you know until there's fighters it goes no I don't want that I don't want the legit belt you know I don't want to be interim I want the legit belt don't give me this belt when fighters start refusing the WBA super champions or wonderful champions or whatever when they start refusing the WBC Aztec belts and say no, I'm not paying the fee for this shit. I'm only gonna pay the fee until I get a crack of the title. Then you're gonna have these these sanctioning bodies stop making up these belts. Yeah. Till then, we're gonna keep having to put up with these sanctioning bodies. Yeah, these ABC fucking belts, yeah. yeah. These alphabet soups. Yeah. That's all I gotta say.
1: Oh man. Well, heading into the heavyweight division, so So this is from ESPN, from uh, Mike Carpenter. So apparently Andrew Ruiz is set to yet to to have another comeback, but in a twist. His next bout will be promoted by Triller, not PBC. So the former Unified Heavyweight Champion will meet ex-glory kickboxing champion Tyrone Spung. Never heard of the guy. In a 10-round Triller Fight Club pay-per-view bout on July 16 in Mexico City.
0: I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to shed an Andy Ruiz, but at the same time.
1: Come on, man. Can we get him good fights? This guy's pretty good. Come on. Who do you get him? Somebody. Somebody, please. I was very interested
0: in him fighting King Kong Ortiz. I don't know why that fight never Yeah, I don't came know out. why that. Exactly. There we go. Thanks for reminding me. That,
1: that would have been a great pay-per-view that fight. That would have been a good fucking pay-per-view fight. Exactly. Why not him? I don't know. At
0: times I want to say it's the networks. At times I want to say it's the fighters. I don't know. Look. If Thriller's stupid enough to pay Andrew Ruiz whatever he's willing to ask for, who are we to say anything? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Apparently, they don't listen to us. (laughs) Apparently, they keep doing what they want. You know, we're talking about it on this show. I've heard other podcasters talk about it. So, it makes the news and that's all that matters nowadays. You make headlines and right now we're spreading the word that Andrew Ruiz is fighting on Thriller. We're doing thrillers. We're, we're basically thrillers uh, PR team. Yeah. So I don't know much. I don't know much about this fighter, but i seen pictures of this guy. He already wins. He already wins the weigh-in. Yeah. You know why? Okay, that guy's Shred City. <laughs> that guy looks like he was sculpted by the gods himself. Andrew like he just came out of a fucking taco truck. <laughs> so automatically round one goes to uh, Tyrone. Yeah. Uh, skill for skill wise, I don't know. I got I gotta do my homework, but look, like I said, if th- I'm I'm not surprised. I'm, I'll get look, I'm not surprised that thriller took the fight. You, of course not, no. Cause if in worst case scenario, they probably brought this to, to showtime. They're like, Yeah, no. Yeah. And then Fox was like, Yeah, no. And I bet you even the zone was like, no. ESP. I bet you they shopped this around and Thriller was the only one who was like, We'll take it. Yeah. Because Thriller needs content at this moment. So they took it. And like I said, if if they're able to sucker Thriller to taking this fight, who are we to shame them? Drew. Fuck <laughs> it. Make your money, Andy. Make your money. Make your money, man.
1: Totally, totally. I don't know if we did cover a bit of it, but apparently, yeah, talks. Uh there is a f- the rematch is happening, apparently. I guess it hasn't been a much official, but I thought why not mentioning? So Joshua versus Uzek two and July twenty third. I think we mentioned last week the episode that they were here. There we go. Shit. Fuck it right like, i mean with your, with your fight club with your fight exactly with your fight club I, I hope there's nothing in getting involved but apparently there's i mean there's some news uh according to boxing news 24 they're saying that you know apparently Usyk lost uh 20 pounds something like that and they feel like what the fuck you know I, they feel like maybe that's not that's not good they might cut it off this, the, the, again, man, this, the man was at war. It, that's what they're saying. But again, I don't know how how truthful facts facts of this, facts is. this is, is, but that's the word going around.
0: He was just in a war. He was right in now. a war, exactly. Come so they're now. saying they
1: might move it again.
0: I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind either. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. If it means we get a healthy USIC, push the fight, push the fight back. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't want no excuses from either guy. I, I totally agree.
1: No excuses. For if this. it
0: means Anthony Joshua can spend more time with his new trainer, yeah, go for it. If it means Usyk gets a pack a little bit more muscle for his fight, go for go it. For as it. long as both guys come down to uh, come down to the fight and they're both healthy, that's all that matters. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing. I wish. I mean, anyone who's who follow boxing, they they know what's happening. They can see the picture. If not, uh, don't worry. You guys will see it on our page on Instagram. So, this is for Michael Michael Benson. He goes the WBC's new special WBC union belt, which, which will be awarded to the winner of Tyson Fury versus Dylan White on April twenty third. For goodness sakes, I don't know if you ever seen it, Mister J. This is the picture right here. No,
0: the beers that we just talked about be making belts like me. It was meaning it's meaningless. It's well, a meaningless belt that they're going to pay a fine for. They're <laughs> going to pay a, fe- a sanctioning <laughs> fee for the, uh, fucking the uh, Tyson Fury and. Uh, what what uh, oh
1: the Dylan, Dylan White should Dylan... be like
0: piss off. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. We look at it again. That's the look. This is again the reason why there's so many bo- boxing belts and why they keep making these belts because a lot of I bet you these fighters are like oh yeah thank you thank you oh my god you know they
1: we need a fighter to be like no enough of this shit no I'm not taking your stupid belt shove it up your ass i do not it. <laughs> It's like the I think we mentioned It's like the Aztec, te- Aztec um, belt Right Like it was like it's And I bet you
0: Canelo Has like a million of those right now I'm sure he does What's the difference with this one It has red <laughs> Y'all have red It has red diamonds <laughs> Like dude come on Again this is what's wrong with boxing
1: Yeah it actually is yeah. It actually is The union Get the fuck out The of union belt
0: <laughs> I hope I, I hope Fury tells them to shove it up the ass I actually
1: anymore. hope so too I actually hope so, too.
0: I hope Dylan White tells it to shove it up their ass. Yeah. Like when Suleiman comes over and he goes, you better take that, shove it up your ass. I don't want it. <laughs> oh, we got a medal for you. Shove it up your ass, too. <laughs> you shove it where the sun don't shine. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dude. Is that the end of current events? That is
1: actually the end of current events.
0: All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Yes. This weekend, Arlington, Texas. The WBC, the IBF, and WBA that was on the line. These- Or our predictions.
3: What's your prediction for the fight?
0: Prediction? Yes, prediction. Hey. Hey. Hey, woman. uh. You remember with the real man? (laughs) She's like, oh, my All right, Errol Spence Jr. Yes, the truth, the truth versus your Danis Ugas live, like I said, in Arlington, Texas, on Showtime pay per view. Yep. It is an intriguing fight because Spence has this is Spence's first fight back since having his retina surgery. Yeah, this is Ugas' first fight to his career-defining win. Yep, against the legendary Manny Pacquiao. Yep, Pac Man. People are kind of divided of who, who to go for because yeah. a lot of people are taking into consideration Spence's eye injury. Yes. A lot of people are looking at Uga's riding a high, you know, high wave because... He has he momentum. Be, he has momentum. There you yep. go. Thank you.
1: Who do you got, B-Ray? Oh, man. This was actually fun, man, to look at this. I saw, you know, I guess you can say... I Of course, I saw Uga's uh, two last two high-profile fights, I want to say... You know, I also saw Errol Spence also two last high-profile fights. So this was very fun to watch, especially especially for the two last two Errol Spence fights because I haven't really seen them in a while. So this was pretty fun. Now, before I saw any of these, of course, I had this in my mind. I go, this is kind of tough. I go, this is really kind of tough. I mean, I mentioned to Jay over here like well, I don't even know how how Spence gonna look like for this fight coming up. And he hasn't fought since December of 20, 2020, 2020, There we go, of December twenty twenty, and of course he had the surgery. Ugas, you know he has some momentum. We we all know what's at stake, man. The three belts, three out of the four belts. Whoever wins this, they need one more belt left, which is Terrence Crawford. I guess you can say this is leading to Terrence Crawford if you want to become undisputed. So, yeah, a lot is on the line on this. Both have to be on their fucking A game. But seeing seeing how they are, seeing how Ugas is, seeing how Spence is, is, again, the belts are on the line. So, yeah, you're going to get a pretty competitive fight because they both want that, right? They want that glory. Denny's Ugas. Never seen much of this guy. First time seeing him against uh, Sean Porter. I was just like, wow, this guy, he, he, can, he can be pretty competitive. He can be pretty competitive. After seeing that fight again, in the beginning, I thought Ugas won that fight. I seen it after seeing it again. You know what? I think Sean Porter escaped that fucking fight. He did win that fight. And then when he fought Manny Pacquiao, he fought a smart fight. He had a fight. He had to fight a fucking smart fight against Manny Pacquiao, and he did very well. He was leading it with his jab, and then he had a strong right hand. So to me, it was like this guy's pretty good. Ugas is pretty good. But I don't want to sound disrespectful. If he he's not that great. He's not extraordinary. Earl Spence, we mentioned about how Spence has a pretty good fuck. He had a pretty good diet. I think a couple weeks ago you asked me who who's a, who's one fighter you can think of that's been fighting in the top five I said Earl Spence yes he had a yes he suffered a car crash yes he's coming back from the eye injury so he might not be you know at you know you get me like the old Spence but I think that for this fight coming up I I don't know why I know like you can't judge by the look but by looking at him he looks very motivated I think he looks stronger. So in the beginning, I thought that Spence is gonna I'm gonna say it actually, Spence takes this victory. And I that I thought this guy would barely escape and you have a hard time because again, he's been away for over a year. But I feel like with this fight, yes, this is gonna be entertaining. This is gonna be very competitive. But I see Earl Spence Jr. really outpointing Ugas. I think that he's gonna have a very good time beating this guy. I'm not saying he's gonna beat him to a bloody pulp. I do believe Earl Spence. Well, I think he will show clearly that he's a superior bro- boxer between the two. In my opinion, I think he's stronger of the two. I think he's smarter of the two. So I got Earl Spence winning unanimous decision with this fight. Wow, I got him winning this. Ugas, yeah, he would do. He would do his best again. He's very good. He's. I. I look at him as like he's a type of fighter where like yeah, if he wanted to be in a pretty good competitive fight, he wins i mean, sorry that you fight him, but again, Ugas is good, but honestly, nothing really much made me go, he's going to give Spence really, really very, a whole lot of much problems. I think that Spence, uh, I think he will catch on of what Ugas is trying to do, especially I know he, I think he has a three inch, uh, how he saying say, uh, arm length advantage, he does, but uh, um, Spence, I think Spence, yeah, he does, but uh, you know, again, Ugas he has a pretty long arm. He has a pretty good fucking jab. But I don't think Spence is going to allow Ugas to lead with a fucking jab and go for the you know the strong right hand. So I think that, to me, out of the two, I think Spence is the smarter of the two. And I think he takes the victory. I think he wins this fight. And I think he's going to look very, very fucking good in this fight. I don't think it's uh, – I know last time he said he was trying to shake off the cobwebs for this fight. I think that he's going to look a probably a bit more stronger, probably better.
0: Damn, okay. You got Spence. You got Spence by decision. By right. decision,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I tend to agree with you on a lot of things here. Um, I think Ugas is a good fighter. Yeah. Nothing extraordinary. You know, I think he takes Uga, Ugas does everything right in the fight. You know, the great jab, great right hand. You know, knows when to back out, knows when to push forward. You know, has great instincts in the fight. But you're going against a game bred fighter like Spence. This guy was built for this shit. Yeah. Spence is a hell of a fighter who has been so far on a killer's row welterweight. Yeah. You mentioned that right now. I asked good, you. Had a good diet. Name <laughs> anybody else who's had a great diet in welterweight? Earl Spence. Spence. Um, Yes, he's come out of a car crash. Yes, he's had his eye uh, detached, his retina detached. And his first fight back is against a guy like Ugas, who gave Sean Porter a tough fight and beat the legendary Manny Pacquiao. Retired him. Retired him. <laughs> Spence physically looks great. My physically. question, my question is, how is he mentally?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Having the car crash, having the detached retina, how is it? I think the first early rounds are gonna be a little bit of Ugas because I think Ugas is gonna take the fight straight to him because I think even Ugas wants to know what's left in you. Yeah. Because there's no way you can compete at this level against someone like me right now. Going what you've been through. I think you guys will press. And I think that might light a fire in Spence. And I think we might see... I think we're going to see an old school vintage Earl Spence fight where... uh, And when I say vintage Earl Spence, I want to say like the Lamont Peterson fight where he's just fucking... He wants to give you in. He wants to put you in a drag out fight. Yeah. The Kel Brook fight, where he he isn't he isn't gonna fucking just tap you. He's gonna bang you everywhere. He's gonna drag you to the deep waters mm-hmm. and he's gonna fucking drown you. That's the Spence I think will show up this Saturday night. I think Spence sees st- sees a lot of openings he can take, and I think he's gonna take Ugas to deep waters, and he's gonna see if this Cuban can swim. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He he's gonna want to see. Okay, let's see if he can yeah. swim. Let's see if he can swim with me. Um. Yeah, you went you went twelve hard rounds with Sean Porter, but I don't have a herky jerky style. Yeah. You're gonna have to take a step back from me, and when yeah. you do, you're gonna feel like the ring is smaller and smaller It's getting smaller and smaller for you.
1: He applies that pressure so good. Spence, I meant to say,
2: yeah.
0: Spence Spence has proven that he can box and fight in the inside. Yeah you know the only thing that's been in question has be- has been his tank but i think he looks motivated he looks he's ready to go and i think this fight is going to go the distance i think i think early on ugas is going to win because i think ugas is going to press to see what char- what i mean what char- what Spence has left and i think as soon as uh, Spence feels the kitchen hot he's going to be like Oh, okay, so we're going to fight in this type of temperature. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let, let's turn it up a little bit more then because I like it hot here. Here in Texas, <laughs> we love the heat. Yeah, We love the heat, brother. But guess what? This water is going to be boiling, and I'm going to drag your ass to this boiling water. I'm going to drown you in boiling water, and let's see what happens because I'm used to this. Yeah. Are you? And I think that's when the fight's going to be determined. I think the, the fight is going to start swaying to Spence. After the sixth. Wow. Okay. After the sixth round, it starts becoming more of a Spence taking Ugas to the SmackDown hotel. (laughs) I don't think he knocks Ugas. No. I think he may hurt him in the body. Mm -hmm. But it'll probably be like going into like the round ending. Yeah. But I think he starts rearranging Ugas' face.
2: Oh, man.
0: I think Ugas' busted lip, eye swollen. I think you're going to start seeing that fight happening. Um, but like I said, I think he's going to drag him into the deep waters and boil him. I think, like I said, I think, but like I'm repeating repeat it again. Early on, Ugas is going to turn up the heat. Spence is going to get his fire, fire let, let a fire up his ass and say, oh, okay, cool, let's fucking fight then. We're in Texas. I'm going to give you Texas heat. I'm going to boil you now. I'm going to drag you to the deep waters and boil you. And I think you're going to start noticing Ugas round after round Start mm-hmm. going in survival mode. Hands up. Try to walk him down. Hopefully, he can catch him with a shot. But Spence is just the jab. Spence's southpaw jab is great. His straight to the body. His body attacks. His head. I think. I, I think we're gonna see copy box compared <laughs> to when he fought Sean Paul. When he fought um. Uh, when he fought Cal Brook. When he, Spence is a type. Of, he was the type of guy that just was on you. Yeah constantly on you, yeah 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 and we haven't seen that yet and I think we're gonna see it this Saturday night I think we're gonna see him literally we're gonna be able to compare the Kell Brook combi box numbers to this one yeah and he's just gonna fucking drag this guy he's gonna drag him to hell mm-hmm. he's gonna drag him to hell yeah and I, I don't think Ugas like you just said Ugas is great but he's not extraordinary he's just ordinary and I think you're gonna see that you're gonna see that in the second half of the fight yeah. I think early on it'll be competitive second half you're gonna see Ugas just mm-hmm. an ordinary fighter, and Spence is the goods. Yeah, and I think that's what you see. I got Spence unanimous decision. I don't see. I don't see this. Fight, I don't see this fight getting stopped. I don't see this fight being stopped by cuts or anybody getting knocked down. I think it's going to be a drag out welterweight fight. Bet Spence gets the better of it. Because Spence is not Sean. Spence is going to be there for you, and I and I and I don't know if Ugas has has the intestinal fortitude to stand in there yeah, in that type of fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. As Spence does, though. But at the same time is, I, my question is always going to be, is Spence's eye 100% healed? That's true. And and how much did that car crash take away from Spence? Yeah. That is the biggest question. That bet. is the biggest question. But I'm basing it on just performances. He hasn't really shown us any different, anything different. So I'm I'm expecting nothing different this time around. Just that, I think Ugas is going to motivate him to f- to bring out the old yeah. Spence back.
1: And something tells me I'm going as far as by going. I think something tells me this is going to be Spence's best performance in a long time. Yeah, something tells me that. I, I just so. feel that.
0: I I just think so.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
0: I, I I the way he the way he looks the way he's holding himself right now. Yeah, he looks like he's ready. Yep, Ugas too. You know, Ugas looks ready, but I, like you just said it yourself, he's ordinary. He's not extraordinary, and you're gonna see that difference in, in this Saturday night. Yeah, um, but in boxing, anything can happen. Anything we may happen. be wrong, but I, I just don't see it. No. So, Beery, me and Barry have unanimous decision for Earl Spence retaining mm-hmm. and winning the WBA, now holding three of the four belts. Yeah. Of course, and you know we hope that this now leads to an you know, on this beautiful fight. We'll find out. We're not gonna do a fucking Whittier Fight Club because I have a I have a an engagement. I'm probably I have a party to go to. Yeah, and I think B Ray, you're busy that day. Uh,
1: no, I'm not actually. of a bitch.
0: Oh, fuck it. You'll be keeping me updated. On I the guess fight. so. I
1: was about to say yeah. I mean
0: yeah. I mean I'll probably try to make it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say try to make it, man. Try to make it. I'll try. <laughs> I, know, I bet you if I tell Escalante, like, let's do a Whittier fight talk. <laughs> He'd be like, fuck the party. Let's just come over I here. I know, right? Let's set up the camera. Let's do the Whittier fight talk. Whittier fight club. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got a decision. Um, next week, for sure, we'll come back and talk about this whole thing and yeah. everything in boxing. But I think we're done here, right?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I guess we can mention a little bit about the comment Spence made. I don't know if he saw. He said that PBC needs to take out the L out of, you know, out of Lover. And a lot of people were like, oh, wait, what? He's leaving PBC? Oh, he's afraid. He's he's stuck in Terrence Crawford. But Spence came back like, no, I meant like the PBC post something about Keith Thurman. I'm, st- I'm i I'm leaving out, he goes. I just said that because they posted something about Keith Thurman. That was my response. Right away, everyone's like, Yeah, everyone was saying like, oh, he's leaving then. That means he doesn't want to fight Crawford. Actually, that shit was funny. I just wanted to mention that. I just like how he came back like, no, that was not it. And
0: of course, it's a, it's a Crawford fucking fan base that can't accept that Spence has been on a fucking roll fighting killer after killer. Yeah. While their fighter has been fighting tomato cans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his only other great welterweight resume is Sean Porter. Sean Porter. But which is the leftovers of Spence. Yeah. <laughs> you fight Thurman, that at least sets you up. But, you think that's next? If he wins? I think so. It has to be next. I think you can't afford not that, not to be next. I
1: think two things. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure you agree with me. Two things. If yeah, if let's say Spence wins this fight, and they just couldn't come up with agreement with this uh, fight with the negotiations, then I I like to think that said Spence drops it. Yeah, and he I, moves one fifty four.
0: I can agree with that. I think if if they cannot come to an agreement, he leaves it.
2: Yeah,
1: he leaves and moves up to I mean, one fifty four. He said that's his dream. He wants to be undisputed. But I'm pretty sure for him, he's like, if I can't get the, if I, can, I can negotiate this Crawford fight, then fuck this. I think he looks at it like this. Spencer, look at it. Let me get the Crawford fight.
0: If I can't get it, let me wait out the winner of Castaño, uh, Charlo. And I hope Castaño wins because then I can just move up to super well to it. And then fight Castaño for the Undisputed And I get my can't, Undisputed Dream. Up, yeah. So in, in hindsight, he, he'll probably be looking to go again. He's looking... To bet against his his, his yeah. stablemate and hoping he loses so he can get a crack at the champ. Yeah. In 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 a in a logical world, that's what you're gonna hope for. Then. Yeah. Okay, I can't get the welterweight uh, welterweight the last title. Fuck it, I'm not gonna strain myself to make the weight. I'll wait. I'll wait for Charlo castano ho- I'm hoping Castaño wins because then I can go get his ass and get the belts. Yeah. And then run, and then I can run. Water. I'll run rough shots in that division because guess what? When Crawford moves up, I'm still the fucking man. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's all, it's all strategic. Strategery. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yes, yes. it's all strategy. It's yeah. all strategic. So, better, I mean, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. Can't wait for this fight.
0: We good? Yeah, we're good. some okay, smell the pizza. That's what I'm saying. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, this episode comes out. <laughs> nothing yes, helps please <laughs> hopefully but no I think so. everything should be good yeah I will be back next week don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Barry Boxing Podcast go buy some new shirts hoodies and tank tops are pretty coming out soon I know it's getting hot out here her her her, her. Um, get the new sh- get the shirt the tank tops will be coming out next week yep we're working on the stickers I know I've been saying that I've been lagging on it but for sure this time I am going to be working on the new Barry Boxing stickers don't forget to follow the Rambling Network YouTube page where exclusively only on YouTube uh, network, you'll get the Whittier Fight Club. Yep. So Whittier Fight Club, like I said early on, it's going to be me and B-Ray once in a while. We'll have a guest here uh, once in a while. Yeah. We'll have a special guest to watch the fight. Um, we're not going to do um, Spence uh, Ugas. We're not going to do Canelo because we're busy. Again, we just we just sprung this whole new show on us. But we are going to try to bring you guys Kani Caboza's. And Usyk, Joshua, or any other big fights we want to talk about, we'll plan it out. We'll be Ray. We'll do Whittier Fight Club.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah.
0: So tune, uh, go ahead on the link on the bio. We'll have the Whittier, uh, I mean the Whittier, the YouTube page. Subscribe mm-hmm. to it. If you guys can get us hundred, uh, hundred and five followers on the YouTube page, I'm gonna try to see if we can get a boxer to be on the show.
2: All right, then fuck yeah.
0: On one of the Whittier Fight Clubs. Yeah. I'll, I'll make. I will make it my purpose to get a boxer to be on, the, even right. if it's on Zoom. We'll try to get him on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. other than that, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank, thank you for signing on. Enjoy your weekends. Be safe. Treat responsibility Because I'm not. Oh, don't forget tune in to tune into the Ram Alcoholics this week, Mister out Thank God, but we are <laughs> going to have Fidel from Talking Again Podcast <laughs> and Chris from the Kickback Podcast LA, and and another special podcast Ooh. guest might be here to join me and Escalante this Friday. Wow. So tune in, guys. Yeah.